How long gone podcast <laughs> coming to you fucking live from from Boston. You know, Jason, after I was riding on a pretty big high after our show at the Earl in Atlanta on Friday night. Lots of lots of great feedback. Yeah. I got to laugh out loud a few times on stage. You brought my mom up, which seemed to really get people um going. Yeah, and then unfortunately, love to see the mom. unfortunately, I'm the wind has been taken out of my sails, Jason. And is is that because you're not in Atlanta anymore? Your your stomping grounds? No, 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 no. It has to do with not w- where I'm not, but where I am. You're in Beantown. Oh, you're in Beantown, Johnny. So we we booked this hotel because Tom Brady's returning today w- with his new team, Tampa Bay, to play the uh go pats the the pats and uh and hotels were astronomical so my old stomping grounds of the back bay the lennox hotel mm-hmm. shout out to all my family over there was unfortunately out of our out of our tour budget price range mm. i know you guys think we're rich and famous and we are rich and famous but we still like to cut corners when we can we're not rich in money we're <laughs> rich in spirit exactly and unfortunately we we settled on the citizen m hotel which mm-hmm. I'd actually heard okay things about, but we're recording this live from Jason's room, seven fifteen, and I feel like I'm in a shitty European hostel. It, uh, no, I feel you're. We're definitely in a hostel. I don't know if it's a shitty one. Mm. I mean, because you know, it's aren't they all shitty by nature though? When you really think about it, yeah, but it's a it's a scale. That's true. It's a spectrum of of shit. A spectrum of shit. <laughs> but this one, I mean, you know, it does have hostel vibes, but. It's not. I mean, it's. It could be much worse. No, of and course. We're very close. We're, we're our hotel has an arc light inside of it, so we can go see the uh, the king, kings of Newark. Is that what it's called? <laughs> I don't think that's playing in theaters. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, of course, it's playing. in theaters. I don't theaters. think it is. I think it's. A, I think it's like a. It's I think a it's one thousand percent playing. Bro, in I don't think it. I think it's like a Netflix, Hulu. I think it's a streaming thing. No, if it was on Netflix, I would have already watched it last night. Why would you watch it? Everybody says it's true to dash. Just you know. Just so I could be part of the conversation. I love being part of the conversation. Yeah, but this the zeitgeist. This hotel, we're even recording a podcast in this pod-sized room. No pun intended. Oh, is, is Jason's yeah. having to recline on the bed because there's nowhere else for us to go. Mm-hmm. But it does look like they have a woodway in the gym. Which, if 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 my real runners know, the woodway is the ultimate in treadmill um, technology. The woodway is the one where it has a little bit of a no, <laughs> not a curve. Well, some of them do, right? I think Woodway may make one like that, but they're not famed for that. I think the one here has a little curve to oh, it. Fuck, like most guys in Boston, <laughs> it still works, but it does have a. Cur- uh, I mean, ladies, if it curves, we we only hope that it curves up. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Uh, you yeah. get one that goes south, east, or west. Southie, <laughs> dick on Southie. <laughs> Dick on Southie, and then it's like, ah, oh, could be better, could be better. But you get one that goes curves up, and we might have a, an advantage. We might have instead an, of a disadvantage. We've we've been Jason, you know, on the, strong. What we're gonna learn on this tour, listeners, is that Jason can only do the accent of the place that he is in when he is in it. So he's just after two days in Atlanta with my family, he was speaking in a southern accent, I would say sixty percent of the time probably. Definitely. And when we were hanging around your parents ninety percent of the time. And they liked it. I mean they, they find were, you maybe amusing being for a nice. short short stint, like most people. No, I mean your parent. What's not to like? Because like I'm here to talk shit on you to them, and they're like, "Oh, sick! Like this is <laughs> this is nice to have somebody else." Yeah, that's what my mom said. To hate on. She said, Jason is sick. He loves to hate on our son. <laughs> that's what she said. Well, I say it in a way where obviously it comes from a, a know, place of love. But we took a we took a a Delta flight this morning from a packed Hartsfield Jackson Airport. Touchdown in Boston's Logan. Um, and ever since we've touched down, I would say even before Jason has been perfecting his, his Boston, uh, his, his Boston accent. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Yeah. There's, um, it, it is weird because we have already podcasted live in Atlanta for our first show, which thank you to everyone for coming out. Oh. Uh, <laughs> we, it was, it was almost sold out. Maybe, yeah. maybe about 
10 tickets shy of a there's a few of tickets. an atl sellout there's a few tickets left at the door but i could there could have been a miscount you never know yeah uh but i'm starting to wonder if it'll be an advantage or a disadvantage for us to right now it's like 2 3 p.m two thirty, and we're recording up a, a podcast mm-hmm. and then in five hours mm-hmm. we will do it all over again mm-hmm. but in front of a room full of uh you know a hundred something people screaming fans who pay good money uh-huh. and then we'll do it all over again but it, it, it makes me wonder am i gonna am i gonna leave it all on the mics now and then when i'm up on stage i got no more juice left in the cannon or will it warm me up so then when it's time to go i'm already hot I th- like your woodway you know i think after you and and nomi have a couple of black and tans at the local pub and maybe a maybe we hit a nice red sauce joint mm-hmm. you know i think you'll be feeling good yeah, i think i'll be fine. also you'll make one of your little lists and you'll be fine <laughs> oh yeah i do need some i need some printer paper they'll have that at the venue i'm sure you can ask the booking the booking guy for that oh yeah i'll ask them and i need to i need to raid your hewlett packet <laughs> But two sheets of <laughs> two sheets of printer paper. Yeah, so we've been talking about Boston a lot and how awful it is, and um, but it has given us a lot of great comedy. You know, um, it's been made fun of uh, on SNL for years, and we were kind of reminiscing about some of those classic sketches because you know we love comedy here on How Long Gone. Mm-hmm. And and SNL just came back. SNL just came back, I and had I had no I, idea. P. Davidson made fun of his Tom Brown outfit from the Met, and it was very funny. What did he say? I look like <laughs> he's like one of the three blind mice they sold fentanyl i think he said three he said three for things but I, I i watched it so early i don't really remember mm-hmm. but it was pretty funny but yeah i i think that the the great lineage uh, you of- know I, I hear a lot of fentanyl jokes for for a thing that seems to be such a you know a dangerous drug that's that's well, it's especially dangerous for families. him he's probably gonna die from it so that's why he's <laughs> joking about it because it hits so close to yeah, home yeah yeah you know but it, i don't know why i mean maybe something about it obviously i have no problem you know making light of you know tragedy tragedy you know as long as the joke is good is usually the rule in comedy like you can make your 9-11 joke on nine twelve. you know good luck sure you know i wish uh, you sure know, i wish you would the 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 level of difficulty you know for playing with that kind of fire extremely high so it's only left for people who you know who dare to soar like the eagles to Luck- attempt it luckily I'm, I'm i don't know if i would put pete pete davidson in that category unfortunately i think yet. he i think he can do it i think he gets a pass especially about 9-11 because his dad died i think maybe because he's such a nihilist that they 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 give him a pass maybe i mean he could definitely die from fentanyl i think that's part of the joke and if he did die from fentanyl he'd be like cool lol don't beavis and butthead him i mean that's his that's his only is he a human bit. beavis and but i saw that a brand called etudes which is like fairly tasteful mm-hmm. did a beavis and butthead collaboration mm-hmm and I was disgusted. It's a cool. It's a cool thing to do in 2021. I just don't like. Are they? Who's like? Who needs that? Like, who wants that? The Etude Familia. I don't I've, think, I, even I've heard of that clothing company before. I don't think that anybody wants Beavis and Butthead clothing for a $200 T-shirt. Fuck no, bro. But you know, Balenciaga got the Simpsons, so maybe it's not too far out of the realm of possibility. I, I was just discussing that with Alex and how it's it is the the epitome of unchic, but it's also really good. I, I really liked it. It's really well executed. It's really funny. Balenciaga is... Which I uh, gotta say is feels off-brand for you as, well, I hate a, the as Simpsons. a cartoon hater. I hate The Simpsons because that's what people think is like a smart cartoon to like. <laughs> well, you don't get it. It's pretty... It's it's for adults. What are some of the smarter cartoons that you would have other people check out um, if they're not into Well, the Rick Simpsons? and Morty is not obviously my, <laughs> my kind of number one if I had to choose. Yeah, here in Boston, you could have a Rick and Morty hoodie on right now and find a woman to have sex with you. That stuff doesn't happen in other cities that I spend a lot we were of time in. We were downstairs at the local food court next to the hotel, and I got to say, there's not many lookers here in the bean. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Oh, shit. it's better than you think it's gonna be so far i've seen more hotties than atlanta sorry to shit on your we didn't i didn't take you i didn't i guess i didn't take you to kod that's true <laughs> kod for listeners that stands for king that's actually diamonds. not i don't think that's in atlanta right? i think it's in miami 
Oh, okay, okay. That was just a joke. So you, maybe Onyx would be something more relevant. I don't know if they. I don't know how many um, Asian dancers there are at at Onyx. Come on, Chris. (laughs) Oh, come on. (laughs) There's somebody. What's that rapper's girl's name? China Doll. (laughs) Are you? Are you trying? Her name? I don't know. It's kind of fucked up that they're just like, yeah. Asian Asian people get made fun of by black people too much. Is that? Is that a thing? It's, that's a new bit I'm working on. Yeah, yeah let's stop working on that right now. Why don't you try that on stage tonight? The boss now needs to be very receptive to that. There's a lot of eyes like I'm Chinese. Oh, yeah, because you're so stoned? Lyrics, yeah, because you're... Or because you're squinting because your watch has so much ice in it. No, it's activist-related. Jason's been, you've been talking about activists a lot. I feel like you got active activists on the brain. I mean, I was in Atlanta for the last two, three days. Do you want some, though, or are you just like talking about it? No real fans of how long gone know that i'm um i'm an activist clout chaser that i don't actually um you know get muddy i think that's because you're a broke boy so you're more of a high-tech guy activist is not cheap high-tech that's why high-tech isn't the cheapest option either if you poured up some high-tech though you get laughed out of my head we don't do generics (laughs) 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 yeah let me tell you something you'll do generics because it works just the same but speaking of yeah when we were in the airport we saw a great sweater or a sweatshirt mm-hmm. there was um we there, saw a lot of great outfits today i think it, was, it, it may have been a father and son um but the older the older gentleman he had a nice velvet bag it was like a purple velvet bag not unlike the late prince might be carrying it looked like something he probably bought from an instagram ad but he thinks it looks like ralph lauren it had his name monogrammed on it or it had his, his initials, initials. Monogrammed. that's true it did but um it was and it was a, a sweater that i had already known about I, I i couldn't believe my eyes jason was less shocked than me because he was obviously familiar with his garment mm-hmm. but um rap rap artist plies one of my favorites he he Pussy. <laughs> he's famous for saying pussy uh you know referencing the female reproductive <laughs> organs but apparently he's he's also famous for this kind of this saying that was on the sweatshirt that we saw yeah he he will say you know he will say ain't no blank b b i h and that's that b i h is his version of bitch that's right that's right that's right okay so it's kind of, you know, like you think you think that this is a, th- a thing that's happening, but you're actually wrong. And it's in fact, it ain't no <laughs> blank comma bi- bitch. Oh, oh, you thought this was happening. I'm sorry to tell you, you are mistaken. And it was it was from Plies's holiday collection. It wasn't from this most recent year, COVID, but the year before. So I think it was uh, 2019. Mm. So it's vintage technically so it's vintage gently worn i mean it looked mint but it said ain't no crema sweater bit <laughs> <laughs> when you break it down phonetically it sounds different but i, I would also like to point out that it is october what day the third october's third yeah it's pretty wild to me for like a, a swaggy young gentleman to be wearing a christmas themed garment this early into the season i can we, oh wait i'm gonna pull up <laughs> yeah that was a flag we barely crossed into fall i mean now that we're in boston it's fall but let me i just pulled up the plies youtube where i believe he he references a no crema let me let me play this oh fucking know they show getting high around crema time man I don't even mean to butt me a bit, bubble boy, but if I ain't wrong yet, ain't no criminal bit. What criminal? Criminal for kids, family bit wrong and be getting rolled. <laughs> okay, so fuck? so clearly, <laughs> can you translate that for me? Okay, so what that is is him <laughs> saying. <laughs> it's even better than I remembered. So he he had a a, a premise sure you know something if he had a podcast he would probably do a whole season on this but in his mind what he's saying is probably something that you would agree with is when you have one of your bms Mm -hmm. or you know a woman that you're engaging with in a sexual relationship Mm -hmm. and she is expecting you to give her christmas presents for her you know for her services perhaps she wants to be he or she wants to be 
you know, on the receiving end of, you know, maybe a nice Birkin or some red sure. bottoms or something like that. And <laughs> yeah, he's saying that ain't for you, milady, <laughs> ain't no Christmas bitch. Because he's saying Christmas is for children Christmas and, is, and wife. Yeah, Christmas is for children and wife. But mainly for it's mainly it's for the kids. It is for the kids. It's like Halloween. It, it's 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 for the kids. <clears throat> and I and I can't say I disagree with any of Plies's sentiments. Even though I love giving gifts. Plies makes a great point here, and I'm glad to see that he's being supported even off season in the wild. You know what? I need, I just want to listen to it one more time just to get my just to get my whistle wet. Motherfucker, know they show getting high around Christmas time, man. Only mean above me a bit bubble boy, but okay. Do you know what that sentence was? <laughs> I, I I really don't. I really that I don't know. Hold on. <laughs> Only mean above me a bit bubble boy, but. I don't mean to bust me a big bubble butt. I think he. I think he might. Well, I think he would like to bust a big bubble butt. I think he's saying, I don't, I don't want, want to burst the bubble of a bubble butted. Maybe, maybe, maybe he. I, there's that. I is, don't mean to burst my baby's mama's bubble. That butt. is that is a everything about that is wild as hell, uh-huh. and I don't think anyone can understand that except the man himself. Right. Or there, there's no subtitles. Okay, hold just want to make sure. Ain't wrong yet. I think he said, "If I'm if I ain't rawing your ass, ain't no Christmas, bitch." <laughs> and so he's. This is like the Bible, Dianetics, the Torah. This is this is this is the it, word of God. You, the laws of man yes. are being outlined and stated by by our Lord and as, Savior. As I was going to say, Plies. as someone who worships at the, at the Church of Plies. This is the scripture. Uh-huh. Okay, we're on, we're, we have our last. We have our last stanza. Uh, okay. What crumble? Crumble for kids, family, be wrong and be getting wrong. Okay, what <laughs> Christmas? Christmas is for kids and for family and for those who are getting rawed. <laughs> getting rawed is one more crazy. Time. Christmas is for kids and family and for bitches that are getting rawed. <laughs> Criminal for kids, family been rawing and been getting rawed. Been rawing and been getting rawed. Because <laughs> usually I would think that Plies does the rawing, but I guess sometimes he gets rawed. Is that his way of saying that he's bottoms? Peg the patriarchy. Do you think Plies is getting pegged? I don't think he does it on uh, regularly. But I think that Plies is such a sexual being mm. and uh, an open-minded lover that he, if if one of his baby moms or one of his raw partners were to propose it, he wouldn't. It would. <laughs> he wouldn't be head over heels excited about it. But, but he's he not going to flat out turn you down. Plies could be talked into it. He could be plied, as they say. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I I don't how many Okay, first of all, what part of Florida does he live in? I don't know. I think he might have a, a few. But I, it's I not Miami. Know. He lives in like Sarasota or some shit. He lives in like regular ass Florida. That's that's one of my favorite parts about him. He lives like outside of Tampa. Flies hometown. Fort Myers. That is bro. <laughs> He's if you're Fort in Fort Myers, Myers check Grinder and see if Plies is on there. Also, he was um he was a football player. He was he was a wide receiver on the Miami Redskins football team. You gotta change that name. Guys. Miami Redskins? That's not a team, bro. That's not real. Know. Shout out to everyone. But I know Plies can run a route. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's little. He's scrappy. What is his number one song? Because I know him from Instagram. Uh I don't know. I mean, my, he's had like one. He had like one song, like a real. I would song. probably it's it, it, it his most popular song is called bus it baby oh yeah of course i'm sorry i didn't know that she but he, she my little bus it baby but <laughs> did he don't alliterate that did he did he so are you saying that he launched the phrase bus it, baby. is he the, he launched the bus it baby phrase into the lexicon i think so well that's i mean to me that's a grammy yeah i know and but my favorite song as applies aficionado mm-hmm. is a song called plenty money plenty money i know that one i i got plenty money i got plenty money i got plenty money i got plenty money that's the that's the 
That's the gist of the song. So many little musicians need to take notes because but the the best, flies, that's a hook right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The best song, the best part of the whole song, because it, it, that happens, and then the first verse is like a very dramatic, powerful thing where like the beat is playing and he's doing, I got plenty of money, I got plenty of money. And then the the music drops, and then it's just plies in the booth, and he says, "What's in my pocket, dog?" And then his boys in the back yell, "Big face, honey!" Ooh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's face, that's honey, a, okay. I'm sorry. Followed I, by, "Walk in the mall, bought everything that I wanted," <laughs> and that he had that rhyme, hundreds with wanted. I get that. Bought everything that I wanted. I. I forgot about that song and that is unfortunate for me because that is a mm. great song. And I, I, for, I, I great also, I know I, I can visualize the club going absolutely bonkers exactly. when, when the music cuts out. Benji B might have to rewind and and spin that one back. Benji B has never played plus. Benji B pull up this plus. He's got song. a twelve. Maybe he had a twelve hours set like we were talking about yesterday. He has no choice because he ran out of music. Benji, you wouldn't even play a gigs song or a skepta song. Do you think Benji pulls up Spotify like real DJs, or do you think he has all his stuff on his his, <laughs> on his USB sticks? <laughs> Benji B using Serato. Does he? he? He probably has it connected to his Pioneer account, so he can buy all the songs. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Virgil gave him a gift card or like access code. Virgil said, "Thanks for that music for the Louis show, bro. I got you a hundred dollar gift card to, to iTunes for to cop some tracks. <laughs> Make sure you get those three twenties. Make sure you get those three twenties. I was gonna give you fifty, but I know you need three twenties. <laughs> so also, when we were in Atlanta, we had a nice French bistro meal, and you're like, I got the perfect restaurant for us. We went to we went to lunch with our friend Benjamin Edgar, who also was nice enough to come." Fly down to Atlanta just to be just a to mob out friend. with us. You know, Ben, ben Edgar ain't a guy who's really spent a lot of time in bars. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So seeing Ben backstage at the Earl amongst the filth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I do too. It was a good fish out of water. I like that scenario. he's willing to slum it for his boys because he's normally he's like he's like guys. I went to the bar to get a drink, and the the tonic that they use for their gin their gin gimlets. They don't even do a house a house made blend. Chris, Chris, Chris. It was from a can. Yeah, <laughs> and and the infusion <laughs> there was uh, there's actually no infusion at all with the tonic. And <laughs> there, <laughs> so you're saying to me you're gonna pour the gin in the ice and then pour the tonic on top of it? It was weird. It was weird. He didn't like any of the mixologists. No, stuff. he prefers the Soho House Chicago, which we all do. <laughs> Their cocktail program is second to none. They know me there. <laughs> But, but anyway, uh, but anyway, <laughs> Ben came to the show. It was great to see him. Yeah, we did go to a lunch of a famed New York French bistro, Le Bibliothèque. Le Bib- yeah, I guess that's what I had never been there. I had a great cob. It's a, it's a, it's one of those restaurants that's that I th- I knew Ben would like because it was like white tablecloth and ex- and kind of expensive and a little bit obnoxious. And I knew Jason would like it for those same reasons and the fact that they had really bad art mm-hmm. and a DJ playing like grown in sexy brunch music yeah there was like, like a, a thick white chick with a with an apple laptop with like the marble <laughs> sticker on it playing like r she kelly was, she was in her early 50s and she she, <laughs> she was in her she early was 50s. Like 31 no i mean if she, she was, if she was, she was 31 early 50s bro, if she was crazy. 31 and then, then the only little, dj in her early mama 50s. had some miles on her <laughs> DJ in the early 50s. She's been Buckhead bounced around one too many times. <laughs> She's been bounced through Buckhead? She's been bounced through Buckhead. She used to DJ Tongue and Groove. All my Atlanta heads know that. I had, I I'm had, just kidding. I don't know that. I had better pores than her. Pores on your face? Yeah. Or are you saying the gin and tonic? <laughs> I'm talking about the face. I'm talking about my, my complexion. Your face was beat and hers was beat. Uh, mine was... <laughs> She, yeah, but it, that made me like whenever anyone's like, oh, why don't you DJ anymore? Like, I think I, I'm in those situations and like you see this woman, you know, who's, you know, a, our age or so. Yeah. You know, a, a tall, you know, decently attractive woman. Mm hmm. And she has her like mobile DJ setup. She also the best part about her mobile DJ setup. I know you'll love this. She had the lacy hard drive plugged in to, to, to pull up. She was also playing fully wedding music. It's like you don't have two hours of wedding music. You can fit that on your Apple. Was, I know this yeah. shit's from 2009, but you can still fit it. 
I'm, e- I'm eating some goddamn frisee and having a Bloody Mary at one in the afternoon in a mall that's like next to a Dior store. And and then fucking Brenda's like, what you find? And it's just like, it's like four women who own slaves who just finished the equestrian track. And they're like, so how are your studies? How are your studies? Yeah, there was there was this great mom daughter double date lunch where they were just like, like talking about what co- which like southern colleges their daughters were gonna go to, mm-hmm. like with the, so much plastic surgery, eating like one fry from their daughter's plate, <laughs> feeling bad, <laughs> eating one fry from the daughter's. They valeted plate. the Range Rover, but it, I mean, overall, it was a great experience. It was a good, yeah, the they food, have, the, they food's have good. the 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 pat of butter. With the little wax paper thing on it with the restaurant's name. And the on thing there. about that, I also want to give them props for that butter was perfect. Butter was good, had some impressive crystallization, and it was at a perfect, perfect temperature. Perfect temperature. Yes, perfect temperature. I had a, a nice piece of salmon that was cooked perfectly with some spinach, which is one of my favorite protein packed lunches after a hard berry session. Oh, man. You get a nice fatty, mm. fatty piece of salmon over a bed of wilted spinach, and you feel like you just did a fucking speedball. I'm literally Popeye. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Once I have a couple bites, that's good. But you guys had some. You guys Ben ordered like a, it I had was, a Cobb salad. It he, was like it was like 14 pounds of mushrooms with a little bit of duck on top of it. He got the duck the the confit leg of canaled, and it was it was <laughs> it was a huge plate full of mushrooms. The amount, they they should go to mushrooms. jail for the amount of mushrooms they killed. It was the the cost of the mushrooms was more than the cost of duck. That was more mushrooms than Mac DeMarco did at Bonnaroo <laughs> on that, on that fucking. <laughs> God damn it! Mm. But afterwards, to walk our meal off, mm. we did do a little shopping. Oh yeah, and I I had a great bloody, nice little espresso. He brought. Uh, he was like, "Do you want an espresso? It's on me," because we were bullshitting. And I, I was thought like, it was because he fucked up your order. Oh no! I was like, oh, I ordered a coffee, but um, I don't oh, want, yeah, I don't want the was. coffee anymore. Can you just, you know, the passive aggressive thing where you let the person know that they forgot your order, and you just say, oh, I just wanted to make sure you don't charge me for. Yeah, it. I know you a know? little bit about your passive aggressive stuff. Trust yeah. me. And then um, he was, and then because also that was strike two because I was like, what's up with the uh, the 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 beef tartare? There was an entree that was just beef tartare and French fries, and I'm like, that's kind of a power kind move, of like a boss, like that. That entree order fucks raw, like that's mm-hmm. like that's alpha shit. That's a very Lindy meal to mm-hmm. have. That's and, brain on. And he was like, oh, we actually don't have that on the menu. The the wagyu plug didn't come through, <laughs> and I was like, bro, are you fucking kidding me? And then because they got a picture of it on all the like the advertising materials, like they're pushing this tartare. Bro, you put Wago in the menu, people are going to ask about the Dead Wago. Ass. Yeah, and somehow Ben resisted the $400 caviar service. Asked me about my Wago. And then he felt bad, and then he's like, All right, I'll, I'll bring you a coffee like free of charge on the house. So I was like, well, you know, I'm, I'm eating a, a Cobb salad right now, so maybe I'll have it after the meal. When, when people drink espresso at a $150 lunch, it's usually after the you meal. You have the espresso after the meal. He's like, bet, I got you, bro. Seven minutes later, <laughs> brings a piping hot double espresso and sets it down in front of my Cobb salad. I'm like, all right, bro. Well, I saw I you dip a little bacon you. in it, which seems like a kind of cool flavor profile. I had to, I had to guzzle it down. You put the Lardone in the coffee like it was Domino. The Lardone was good. But no, it was a great restaurant. And and the one in New York. Great's a strong word. Well, I mean, a great restaurant in Atlanta for that lunch. That kind of lunch. I didn't know where else to yeah, go. Yeah, that's true. That kind of lunch. I need to go to a place that has a $38 lunch cob and then on the wall needs to be a Mr. Brainwash style portrait of Look, there Kate was something Moss. there was something for me and Ben, which is the food and something for you, the Dr. Brainwash. And then we go <laughs> and then we go straight to this hotel that is full. The entire lobby is just full of shit that looks like that. Um I was actually taking a photo the Citizen of it. M in Boston. There, there's like cause sculptures there's Chinatown Market basketballs that are in lucite cases, and there's um, there is a a street art mural that was like a sign on the wall that said "Fast Cars Cuban Cigars." That's like your favorite T-shirt. What is it? Close Circle. <laughs> what, what is that shirt? You talking about no stress, no boo, <laughs> good sex, good one X, or is that is that it? One X. <laughs> And there's there's another one that says 
fancy after dinner drinks. Well, that, they're not saying the drinks are fancy. They're asking if you want to have some after dinner drinks. You do realize it that. wasn't a question. It just said fancy after dinner. There's drinks. no question mark. But while I was in, no, 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 it wasn't fancy enough to dinner drink. That's quite weird. But there was also a the Fantastic Man book in the yeah. lobby, which was nice, and I got to see a good. Um, there's a nice little interview with the God Brett Easton Ellis um, on the cover. 2009 wearing a nice v-neck sweater vest, i have i have sucking down his his patented diet coke you know i have that issue come on dog you know i got all i got i think i have all the fantastic mans that comes as no surprise to anyone listening to this does that make me a top fuck no um but well after we after we had our nice lunch we went to go do some window shopping over at the Hermes store. Ain't nothing window about it, but we were tearing the store up. When Jason asked the security guard if the masks were Hermes, <laughs> he didn't seem too happy about it. Yeah, we walked in. The security <laughs> guard is standing there, and Chris didn't have a mask on. Big surprise. I forgot my mask. I, I told he you. He thought th- he was like, all right, I'm in Atlanta now, baby. Masks, COVID doesn't happen here. Mask, and it was quite the opposite. I know. Unfortunately, they've LA regressed. LA is less cucked than No, 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 no. I mean, kind of, in some ways. No, don't do that. We didn't go to the right neighborhoods. (laughs) That's true. That's. I mean, I think that everyone is wearing a mask, and there's signs everywhere that say wear a mask. Like, even at your famed ratty dive bar, El Mir, where you talk about how, you know, it's so fucking... You know, we keep it street, bro. You could smoke things in there. I used to do coke off the table. There's no fucking rules. And there's a sign on the door that says, don't come in if you're Well, this is what happens when a state goes mask. blue. This is the whole problem. Everybody flip it blue, flip it blue, it and now you got to wear a mask. Is it blue? Huh? Is it purple or is it blue? Shut up. So we're um, <clears throat> we're at Hermes, and I'm like, yo, do you have a mask for my friend? And he points at a box of masks. And I'm like, oh, is it, is, it, is it mask Hermes? And he just looked at me. He kind of had a one, he had a one wonky eye. Mm-hmm. The one, one. He was looking at me and you at the same time. Mm-hmm. And and I was like, oh, so the mask is from Walgreens, huh? And just nothing from he it. Gave the, it was nothing. pretty funny, I thought. But but Hermes was lit. Hermes was lit. A lot of people who look like my girlfriend's parents in there trying to buy <laughs> trying to buy watches and shit, you know? Yeah, it was very but Jason, you tried on a nice poncho. I gotta say the poncho looked good on those you. Those who saw in the, I'm pretty sure that was a female um like a female gore-tex riding poncho yeah, it, it was. was in it was in the hermes equestrian because su- mm-hmm. we know that deep down you're a horse girl your former residence at water it kind of led you to led you to that trough <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i was excited to and i tried it on and it's kind of hard to try on uh a poncho because you you it's hard to try on a poncho in Hermes when people are like, what is this fucking idiot doing? <laughs> he cannot afford this. He does not have a horse. He looks like a horse. I, I was experiencing a phantom limb syndrome mm. because you put, you, that's you, what I, yeah, you put a hooded garment on you. You experience the same thing with your, with your cutler and grosses. I um, go there. I go to reach for them and they're no longer there. Yeah. They're no longer there, but I was, I was like trying to reach where I put my, my arms into the sleeve, but in the words applies, ain't no sleeve, bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it did look it looked better on you than I, than I thought it would because ponchos just don't. I don't know. I guess they're truly maybe they're the world's first genderless garment. Oh yeah, it's definitely a unisex garment, and it, it appeared to be one size fits all as well. Fits most, I would say. It was a little short. It was it was it was yeah. cropped for you. It could have been longer, but it kind of worked out. And it was the same color and same like Gore-Tex material as my Arcteryx trousers. Arc-Tex pants. So it was almost as if it was a complete look, ready for the Met Met carpet. Uh, <laughs> what I was trying to say, Met and red in one word, mm-hmm. just to condense it. Yeah, you can't combine two words with three letters Met, very easily. Met carpet what uh what uh, was the price tag looking like i didn't i didn't even see a tag there's not a price tag i thought you may have asked because they were probably like can you stop playing with our stuff you're like some people come in to try these garments on you're clearly just playing with the stuff you, were t- you took multiple selfies while ben and i were checking out the finer points of the piquet t-shirt i was just replying to a dm earlier from uh from previous guest mayor author and he replied to that photo of me taking a selfie and he said this is a killer look and I said, Hermes Equestrian Poncho, the look I didn't know I needed, but the look I knew I couldn't afford. Wow. That's Jason. why I didn't check the price tag. You should sell that to Hermes. Because it, because it was $4 worth of fabric. And Don't. That, 
How much do you, do you think that thing do costs? Not, uh, you do not even, you can't even begin to comprehend the construction and time and the drape that goes yeah. into that. And Look, you talking sideways about Hermes, who, I'm not unfortunately, I guess I should have told you before the show, we are in talks for sponsorship. <laughs> so I guess you kind of flush that down the we're gonna, fucking we're gonna have to hostile cut. commode. Okay, we're going to have to cut this. <laughs> No, I'm I'm I love Hermes. Those guys rule. I, I wear an Hermes tie on stage. You've worn an Hermes tie on stage one time. You've been on stage one time. The tour just started. What I mean, I've 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 worn it one time, but also my uh, my win loss record for wearing an Hermes on stage. That's a hundred percent. Do we count that as a win because you just did it? Is that how it works? I'm batting a thousand as it pertains. I'm You're- not talking about Noma. I'm talking about batting a thousand. Noma. <laughs> I love. Babe, you're so fucking hot. <laughs> you're so fucking hot, dude. <laughs> I don't know why Boston shit is so funny to me. Because you had to spend a lot of time in I Boston. To, I've come because here, you were you were in the pockets of big Boston. When I worked with New Balance, uh, I, I I'm not exaggerating. I probably came here eight times a year, if not more, but like for two days at a time. That's crazy. And I never had one good meal. That's crazy. And I, I loved Aaron, who I worked with. But and this is before you had a taste for the oyster, right? But you can only eat so much oyster. So I many didn't times. hit Neptune. I don't. I just yeah, it was kind of before that. But also, it was just like you you would fly in at like six a.m., get here mm-hmm. at eight, go straight to the office, be there till fucking five p.m., and then go back to the hotel. It's like you're not really. Mm-hmm. I'm a little wiped. Yeah, you know? you're a little wiped. But the last I, thing on your mind is a lobster tail or a lobster roll. No, I, there were no rolls. No, uh. Uh-uh. You had a slice of cheesecake, though. Come on. I, I just, I've spent so much time here. Never had a good meal. Never had a friend. Um, <laughs> never had a good meal. Never had a friend. I would just Boston, go. Boston, Massachusetts. I would just kind of go hang out at the Bridge Nine <clears throat> office and have like a sweet green with those guys. And, you know. Mm-hmm. Which, and, and the fact that New Balance is here is like a weird kind of juxtaposition because, you know, Boston, or, or, uh, the New Balance shoe is sort of known as like a, a liberal kind of, you know, granola, crunchy mm. kind of footwear mm. in most of the country, right? Mm. Yeah, I mean... But then I, in Boston, you would think that if you were wearing, you know, some 990s here, you would get pushed into a, a puddle on the street and somebody would call you a fucking queer. No, that's how... That's for wearing how New these... Balance, but you, everyone wears them here because it's Boston Strong hometown pride. Boston Strong. I... Look, there's every Get shoe those company. those fucking Saucony's <laughs> off your fucking feet. Funny you say Saucony also has office here. Oh, Saucony, New Balance, Keds, Clarks, Puma. Converse. Converse. Shout out to the Converse family. We'll see the Converse squad at the, at the show tonight. We're, we need the How Long Gone pack where it's 70s Chuck highs, one green, one blue. You guys Ooh. can make that happen. Let me know. Damn, we're going to be looking like Lil Michaela in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you thought those were, oh, you thought those were Jonathan Anderson? Nah, nah, those the those the air How Long Gone's. I'll dunk on your ass. <clears throat> yeah, but I, um, yeah, so I spent a lot of time at, at Newberry Comics, of course, you know what I mean? Picking up some vinyl. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. The um it, it's weird because we I have been I've been doing a lot of flying in the last year. Oh yeah. Of course. Uh I I've, I've noticed that with your lowly status, but continue. Yeah. Yeah, jet blue mint. That's cute. <laughs> Where are you going to go? Dominican Republic with those points? <laughs> <laughs> I got a I got a DR baby. You going to Puerto Vallarta? But but I was I was thinking when I was on the plane like most of the time I'm flying, it's from L.A. to another place or New Far. York to another place or whatever it is. So, But I'm not talking about distance. I'm talking more about the clientele. So like today, flying from Georgia to Massachusetts. Don't do that. It's a whole other vibe. Don't, are you going to bring up that you saw a guy in first class drinking Monster Energy? <laughs> that's a prime example. There's a lot of tra- – well, I mean, that's one trend is guys sitting in first class – drinking a monster like he he bought brought his, it up, brought his own. he brought obviously. they don't sell that at the airport either he brought he like i guess they have to maybe yeah. he sunk it through security i fucking keisted this monster <laughs> not keistered <laughs> i yeah. can't believe i got it through but uh yeah addicted to the to the monster but by, the looks by are any also, means it's like but, a, but there's that one and then like you know, seventeen people on our flight were wearing football jerseys. That's the South, but yeah, for sure. Um, and then the other, the other couple trends. Every guy that was on the plane 
was playing like like some type of like fantasy like role playing game on their iPhone. You know, it's it's like oh, a, I know. I just didn't catch that up in my section. I ca- I saw like the guy who was drinking the monster in first class. You know, had some shit in his phone that was like like Knights of the Legends Tale. These, these or motherfuckers like have hundred thousand dollar F three fifty dualies and like have construction companies mm-hmm. in fucking. I'm a contractor. I yeah, I did a lot of work on Cape Cod. <laughs> it's like I, like the fact that people like that get rich makes me feel stupid. Well, you can get rich and be an idiot as long as you don't live in L.A. or New York. You're right. We, I, yeah, no, it's true. Sorry but, to everyone else. But also, a, to be fair, a first-class flight from Atlanta to Boston is not, I mean, you know. True. But the other thing was, whenever I'm on a, a plane, you know, we're on a Delta flight with, a, you know, a bunch of TV shows and movies, so you look around and everyone is either mm, asleep, oh, yeah. reading a book, or, you know, watching something on their iPad, or they're watching a movie, you know? Mm. Like or the, they're maybe an executive at Red Bull Music Academy. And they're kind of <clears throat> building some decks. Or the, oh yeah, or someone's building a deck. You have a, you'll see a lawyer who yeah, has like all the documents, the, mark, marking up the contract. I've seen a lot of script revisions. Oh really? Yeah. Well, you know, baby, it's Hollywood. But the the thing that I noticed a lot was I saw three guys all next to each other. Like I looked down the row, and as far as I could see on the aisle seats, they were all playing games on on the the Delta screen. You got to be. And it was they were all playing the same game, which is you would it would be like a, a a photo of like a setting. It'll be like a like a like a bedroom. It's a bar game. It's a bar game. Yeah, it's the bar game, and it'll be like find you know like what's out of place in this picture. Damn, the titties are bigger on that one. <laughs> that one has three tits, and that one has two tits. I'm I'm clicking that because that's wrong. And they're all playing that bar game, and I'm oh. like, just watch King Kong versus Godzilla no. and and drink. You know, drink a beam and coke like a normal person. I mean, do they even have Sam have Adams some on the Quad flight? Chips? Yeah, they do. Come on, bro. I just want to make sure. But I, I also eight oh five. B. I noticed a lot of people watching Fox News too on the plane, which is like oh, no. watching Sunday morning news when there's a possible football pregame on. Feels yeah. The red zone starts what nine a.m. The red zone never ends in this household. But it's cool when we were hanging out um, at, with your parents. It was cool to know that your parents are you know they're older than us they are in a a, a place where you would think you know trumpy mm. fox newsy types of thing was going on but it was cool to see your mom saying like ah oh, you know watching the news is for suckers like you know like mm. only a fool would watch fox you know she was she wasn't fox pilled so it was no. cool to see that no she's not she i mean she definitely cares about the right to carry you know, that's something that she holds close to her heart, you know, and she's, mm-hmm. you know, she doesn't have any gay friends, but she's working on it. And uh-huh. I think, you know, she's not opposed. She's not opposed. She knows that I've dabbled and, you know, she's fine with it. Mm-hmm. She She's like, oh, you brought your friend Jason home again. That's interesting. <laughs> what does Alex know him? You guys will have different rooms. We made up a different room for Jason. <laughs> we made up a different room for your friend. Yeah, I had to. I'm not even allowed to go upstairs at all. Absolutely not. No, that is off limits to you. Yeah, I can't lock the door keep, or close the door. We're going to keep you downstairs with us just so we can yeah. keep an eye on you. I, like, I made sure you were sleeping closer to them just so they knew that like, they can hear you breathing. <laughs> you know what I mean? If they, if they have to put their ear up to the door. They have to do a welfare check. Yeah, they have to do a welfare check on t- Twisted they, they TJ. Wrong. No one's wrong. <laughs> Ain't nobody wrong. Anybody under my Not house. Not in the black household. No wrong. But it was... Um, you got some quality time with the blacks. I spent a lot of time with the blacks, and it was good, man. It, you know, you guys get along great. It warms my heart. Two two groups of people that are very easy to get along with, though. I have to say. Oh yeah, for sure. You and my parents, and and uh, I think they get a kick out of your dumb ass. They they never met some some Cali liberals. You know, it's different Mm-mm. for them. <laughs> they ain't they don't know much about that. Yeah, they don't they're... even know what rolling coal is. They don't know what Roland Cole is, but now they know who Bernie Sanders is, thanks to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I came home and your mom was, was she was burning her her Blue Lives Matter, Sig Sauer, tactical fanny. She's like, I won't be needing this anymore after what I learned from you, Jason. Jason changed me. Jason changed me. But we did. We, we I look- turned my, I t- I'm turning in the AR at Walmart. <laughs> I'm going I'm getting a new one of those new Dysons. I've decided I've decided that I you know what? Them Teslas are nice. <laughs> Jason showed me his card he keeps in his wallet. That's nice. Uh, <laughs> um and it was it was it was cool to be in 
like a house. I was talking about this with um, with my girlfriend, or talking about this with your with your mom about how both my girlfriend and I, since we grew up in suburban communities, how being in a house that feels like a home is yes. is like so. And that's what we do at the Black us. Household. We try to make it feel like a home. But the juxtaposition, we were we were getting on and ragging on you a little bit, which you know, of course, is going to happen. But I was saying like how. How nice it is to be in, you know, we're in a living room. It's decorated with lots, you know, there's pillows and there's, it's. My it, mom had already pulled out the Halloween pillows for you, which is nice. Yeah, the Halloween stuff. There were, you know, the the man, and I and I sent a picture to to my girlfriend. And she was like, oh, you know, it's so cute. And I love the Halloween decorations she has set up and blah, blah, blah. And I was saying, yeah, it's like very comforting. I feel yeah. at ease and I'm at home here. And if and and then we were making fun of you, and I was like, "Oh, do you not we were, feel the same in the Citizen M Boston?" <laughs> uh, saying, you know, if this was if this was Christopher's house, you know, there would be there would be one uncomfortable chair in the corner. It's expensive, an though. expensive vase with one flower that's Perfect. sort of mm, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. a like a, a one long like one of those curved Boston that's, dicks. That's curved. It's going, it's going very south. It's seventy. You're going to Southie again? You keep, you guys keep bringing it up. And you know there'll be one, but it will feel it'll look cool, minimal, sleek, and sexy, but it won't feel very welcoming. Because I don't want you to stay long. I know. You know, know. sit down. Let's get our work done and get the fuck out. Go on. I gotta watch some of my chiropractor videos, and I can't do when other people are around. Gone and get is is your (laughs) gone and get gone and get. That's your. Yeah, she has a sign that says, you know, this house, this house is a home. How in? I was sleeping in the kids' room. My in the grandkids' room. In the grandkids' room, and there's there's the the sign that says how wonderful life is now that you're in the world. To quote Elton John, and we were talking about like you know does Elton does Elton get a little kickback from you know the Christian fellowship sign making? Well, we, I didn't know. This is what we did. So I asked my mom. I'm like, this is a how long gone exclusive? This is a how long gone exclusive. I was like, what if Jason and I wanted to go check out where these signs are because we might want a couple for some props? Because mm-hmm. she, you, the house, she's got what seven or eight. I of would them say probably seven or eight storage. minimum, which is a Southern household mainstay. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, they only come to town once. I'm like, oh, it's not a store. She's like, no, it's like a, it's a traveling road show traveling road show like and it's, Barnum geez, and it's, it's weirdly christian yeah but nothing the they name sell the, i mean called not something glory faith. house glory house h-a-u-s and like you said it's christian and nazi yeah glory glory house it, sound, it sounds like a, it sounds like one of the sausage restaurants in the fucking food hall downstairs it's a good it's a good if you go to the very downstairs dungeon of glory house there's some great minimal industrial techno playing <laughs> And bro, it's uh, really, a hole it's, is a hole and a mouth is a mouth. You got to know the password, but I'm house. telling you, it's worth it. It starts at 6 a.m. Uh, but the, so I looked it up and they, this, this glory house company, they have the market cornered on like inspirational, bad cursive wood house signs for Southern moms. Live, laugh, love is the, but like is the, the genre, the levels of it are, they have these things, they have these boards that you can get whatever. And they have toppers for the boards. Yeah, not unlike the accessorizing of a pair of Crocs with the gibbets. Exactly, exactly. Just another thing to spend your money. It's on. So it was, but so I had no idea about this. So I did a little, I did a little look, looking into it. And Jason is going to be receiving a um, USC board with Ugh. with maybe a you know what kind of topper do you want? Maybe there's like a cooking one. So what is the topper? So you get the board. So it's kind of like when you go to Chipotle, like you have your base. Yeah. You want well, brown the board, rice. The board want, is just the board is literally a two by four painted white with some shit on it. Yeah, it's it's a, it's just a piece of you wood it, from, you lean it from against, Home Depot. Yeah, you lean it against the wall. Maybe like when you're because in the South you also have to have a flag outside of your house. Sure. For whichever college football whichever team, college football team you're rooting whichever, for. Whichever branch of the Ku Klux Klan that you participate okay, in. Okay, I didn't say that. Look, that is a Blue Lives Matter flag. That has nothing to do with <laughs> But so, so you have this board, and you the topper is merely a boogaloo a, board. It's a scully for your fucking board. Oh, okay. It doesn't go over it, but it just sits on top like a maybe like a promoter beanie in L.A. Interesting. Okay, so it's just a little way to it's a to amp up to to maybe combine interests. It's an it's an ornamental yeah. accent. Yeah, it's an ornamental accent. I mean, all of it is in in theory an ornamental accent but so this, so and your mom said the toppers will change seasonally the toppers so if you're let's say for example we'll use my parents auburn auburn tigers war damn eagle you know the vibe jason mm-hmm. shout out for the victory last night go tigers uh 
and uh, Tigers versus Tigers last night. Yeah, last night I was like, wait a minute, LSU is playing Auburn, and then I looked right at your dad, I'm like, are you telling me (laughs) the Tigers are playing against the Tigers? And he's like, yep. I'm like, and everything, no one one ever said anything, (laughs) like, you can't have two teams playing against each other in a football league and have the same name. Apparently you can. That's fucking bullshit. They literally did it last night, but so, so my parents would have an Auburn... Anyone from the NCAA is listening. Yeah, thank you for paying the athletes. We have another bone to pick with you. (laughs) So you would have a flag, an Auburn flag, and then maybe you have an uh, an Auburn board, and then you throw on a Christmas topper, Halloween topper, uh, Indigenous Peoples Day topper. You know, whatever. whatever. If you have, if and if maybe you're you're decorating the beach house down in Mm -hmm. in -hmm. South Carolina, Mm -hmm. then it might be. Like a some type of flip flop sunset, exactly. You know, maybe a sun hat. It, type it could of thing. be some sort of manifestation of like when there was only mm-hmm. one set of footprints. That's when you carried me. Talking about Jesus, <laughs> God. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna pitch. Yeah, so we need to do you know one of your one of your investigative journalism stories where like where you went behind enemy lines into the Goop conference or something like that, and then you know need to go visit the Glory House traveling road show but i want i'm more interested in collaborating with glory house on a how long gone board and topper we get a how long gone board and there's a chris topper and a jason topper so you can show your allegiance to your favorite host i don't know if you're gonna like the way those uh those sales work out Chris. well i'll i'll be in charge of sales yeah glory boys glory boys topper for the glory house but i mean um okay what else do we have on our on our fun docket but yeah it was your um when i was i was gonna say when we were with your parents the next day after the show your mom and i were were hanging out you know eating some banana nut muffins that she baked up for us and i and i learned that she told me that she listens to our podcast when she's doing some of her work i I, and then i noticed that when she came home she was wearing you know sporting attire just mm -hmm. like how you look when you come back from a workout and I looked on her phone and how long gone was pulled up on the dash. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Like, she knows she knows more about me than I realized. Definitely. But- and they still accepted you into their home, which is kind of nice. Because they, they usually tell me not to bring home criminals. Your dad came out. It, this was 10, 10 a.m. by now. So I'd already been up drinking my, my cold brew that I put in the microwave to, <laughs> to make it into hot coffee. Shout out to the people at Stumptown. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and your dad came down with his boxer shorts on and a white tee. And he was, you know, man's was hung over. Yeah, he was getting was twisted cool. to how long gone activation. And your dad gets, he got more twisted than I did. But we had, um, we had the bottle of 818 tequila. And when I have the bottle and I'm on stage, I go back into Aoki mode, just like I'm on my pursuit of happiness. <laughs> And and then I started pouring vodka, but instead tequila shots. Yeah, sorry, tequila. But normally, if you're if I'm in Aoki mode, you know, you just the the birds line up like the little baby chick, and they uh-huh. open their mouths. And you feed, and then you I put the worms in. If you know what I'm saying, I put a couple glugs of whatever <laughs> I've got into the mouth. If some of it drips down onto the chin or onto someone's blouse, then so be it. You know, you it's a wild. Devil, it's a wild night. You have a devil may care attitude when you're in the like front that. row. Of That's kind of what it's show. about when you're a DJ. But then that it was since it was a live podcast. It was eight dudes in the front row that that smelled like Sephora and had on pearls. It's a little different. Damn, they're listening right now and they're loving it. They they want to be roasted. Well, get in line. That's which that's is a, cool. I agree. I love to be roasted myself. But I found myself pouring. I would I would they would hold out their beverage. Their solo cups, and you would just top them off. But some people, like one guy, had a can of White Claw, and I just had to like <laughs> you know carefully pour tequila yeah. into the White Claw. Can. It's not quite as devil may care. It's not quite as, but, and then I was, as I was doing that and the crowd was having a fun laugh and, you know, TJ is pouring, pouring alcohol. And then the guy who works at the venue is like, oh, cool. Uh, <laughs> thanks for um, taking all That's of really- your, your hospitality rider where I went to the store and, you know, spent a bunch of money on this alcohol and then um, giving it away for free to the customers, you know, cause I am running a bar and I make money off of selling alcohol. So thanks for doing that. But then. Out of the corner of my eye, your dad had wandered up onto <laughs> the side of the stage, stage left, 
um, and he had his little solo cup in hand. And it was, and it was a please, sir, may I have some eight one eight tequila? Look in his little puppy dog eyes, and then I was like, oh hell yes, oh hell yes. And he, your dad, I think, I think your dad had five tequilas that night. Well, he had he had been drinking before. He had been drinking before turning up with his neighbor. But I and I said, you know, on the on the crowd, like, you know, you got me painted into a corner. It's a catch twenty two scenario, and he knew that if he went on stage, I would have to pour him some tequila, you know, because I would never... You can't say no. It's part of the bit. Your dad can't not commit to the bit either. Yeah. And he knew that that way he would guarantee one more tequila into his Without mom, having to without go through my mom. mom. Because my dad doesn't really... Um, I'm under the impression that not only does he not carry cash now, but he has to just ask my mom for a card. I think he just is so just like... I don't your ca- mom's got him on an allowance. I don't even know. He doesn't spend any money. I just think he literally is like, I don't I don't use deb- debit cards. Like, give me your let me see that. Right, 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 right. Like I think he I, he never has cash. I believe he doesn't carry maybe he has a credit card on so, him. So so it's like when, you know, like Michael Jackson or Britney Spears like goes shopping. He's under a conservatorship. Like, yeah, like <laughs> it's less of the conservatorship style, but like when you're so famous and you're so rich and you like wouldn't it be random if I like went shopping or like, you know, even just go to Walgreens or something to like your security guard has it all. And you're just like, Oh, here, you know, the total is $348. And you're just like, how does this work? Like, you don't just give it to me. And then, yeah, some person has to go over. And, That's actually and, and how it's been on tour with you. Handle the t- You order your, your little cortado and then mm-hmm. you look around for me. I'm like, here's the card. <laughs> God damn it. Who's walking who, you know what I mean? Who I mean, rescued who? Who rescued who? I you're b- my new mom before we before we close it down mm-hmm. I do want you to give a full a full Elmira we didn't really talk about Elmira but I think that our Atlanta Nobody cares about that I think our Atlanta listeners might like to hear about it yeah Elmira it was it was exactly the same kind of spot El, also it's spelled L E L M Y R tough to google mm-hmm. um yeah I mean it's just a it's a shithole mm-hmm. but in the in the best way possible mm-hmm. You felt at home there. I could tell you were comfortable. If I, yeah, it had that good. <clears throat> that's the good part about the South, where like everyone can be kind of shitty, and the people that work there can, you know, come give me your tired, give me your haggard <laughs> yeah. type of energy. You know, just like people maybe on the fringes of society, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit of time in a penitentiary. Mm-hmm. No, look, a couple. Mascon is not a jail; it's a band. <laughs> Maybe they had to serve some time in the band Mastodon. <laughs> Whatever yeah, it may be. Yeah, fucking you know? played drums for six months. It was the worst six months of my life. You know, you, you can you can dress how you want. You can have a shitty tattoo on your face. You know, whatever yeah. it is. But they're all really cool and really nice. Mm-hmm. And everyone, like, respects each other. Like, that's the part about the South that I really do like is, like, you'll just see a table with, like, some, like, crazy-looking trans guy. And he has, like, his friend who's like a some big bitch in a wheelchair and then you know you got like it's it, and it'll be like a, a motley crew of people where if you were in la or somewhere more like judgmental and superficial you would look at them and be like what the fuck is going on but in atlanta or in the south everyone just comes together like no, the last time i was in um where was i in? oh when we were in indianapolis mm-hmm. and we went to some little dive bar and it was like you know, oh, like yeah, I went half to the sleep. people were that. there were like, you know, it was like the kind of like the weird gay dive bar. But then like it was just like all the all the people who were just not a normal part of society, like a little bit of a counterculture vibe, were all together and all bros and all getting. Yeah. And it didn't matter what they look like or what they're into. It didn't make sense on the surface, but there was a commonality. It was the mods and the rockers. I love when that could happens. live together. And that's, that a, that's a pretty cool. interesting description. I I agree, because I think because of what its location what's become it's like you'll go in there and there'll be some like regular ass like frat boys there that want a burrito mm-hmm. and no one's vibing them out it's like yeah that's that's like yeah. I, I know what you mean and you'll in in sitting next to somebody wearing a crass t-shirt in mm-hmm. a wheelchair i don't why do i keep bringing up wheelchairs i, I got think, i've got I wheelchair tennis a, on the brain i think you have a little bit of a fetish mm-hmm. i mean I said on a previous podcast that I also live life on two wheels, but those guys are on two big wheels and two little wheels. So it's not the exact same. But are you talking about Tesla again? No, I was talking about my cycling oh. lifestyle. When we were talking about Philly, the bicycle messenger. I don't want to talk about Let me Let me get through <clears throat> Boston. But yeah, so the, the, the <laughs> other thing I liked about Elmir, 
they they have like the the nachos where like we all know the nachos are like an unhealthy food it's just melted cheese on top of chips and some other shit so there's no nutritional value happening but when you go to a place that puts like a bunch of shredded romaine lettuce on top of the nachos it makes you feel as if you're eating something healthier than it is and i know i'm being lied to but i like it (laughs) You know what I mean? Just, I, I'm like, just do the thing. That's good for you. I, I like that a lot. And you also f- f- sampled the famous Grizz, and you had two. Yeah, the Grizz. It's a Cronita, the small Corona beer, and then they made po- famous in the warm islands of the the. That's I. The first time I went to go like, on Chris, I think Jamaica maybe or Aruba. I was like, why are the beers small? I was like, you know, 20. I was like, why are the beers small? Mm-hmm. Like, Cause it gets so fucking hot, bro. You got to drink this shit before. Mm-hmm. Like it's so hot that if you sit it, if you have a regular size beer and you sit it down, it's going to be warm by the time you pick it up. I remember one time I went to a gas station and some kid came up to me and he's like, Hey, I'll give you 20 bucks. If you buy me a six pack of Corona's and I got him the Coronitas and pocketed the rest of the money. <laughs> and he's like, these are the small ones. I'm like, sorry, bro. That's and all I you need. Him, That's what I thought, bitch. <laughs> Back when I was a big old bully just kidding i accidentally got them in the coronitas but i still kept the 13 bucks um but but the thing i was thinking about this this drink the, and then they pour out the little the little neck of the coronita and then they fill that up with tequila so you have a tequila floater so you, you're meant to just take that as a shot and then you kind of chase it down with the beer it's actually very nice but this menu item is literally four dollars so you get a small beer and a tequila shot all in one for four dollars if that was at any restaurant or bar in LA, that'd be eighteen fifty. So you're saying that Escuela would charge eighteen fifty for that? <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. I mean that. I mean that. That we were talking about the panda, the panda inn drink yeah, specials, yeah, yeah. where it's like five dollars, five dollars for delivered vodka soda. And they'll bring you a Jack and Jack and Diet. Like, I think you're dollars. losing money on this. You're, you're fully losing. Like you could go to the shittiest, shittiest bar. And like you're going to be hard pressed to find a shot and a beer for four dollars. No, for sure. And this was at like you know a nice ish, nicer, nice enough place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was in like a, the city of Atlanta, a metropolitan. Zone yeah, we're not full we're of not millions yet. of people that live there. I could be in some outback Arkansas fucking watering hole and order that. And you're it, like, let me get a Michelob Ultra and a shot of Casamigas. It wouldn't be four dollars. So that not. part is cool. So that part is. I'm glad you enjoyed cool. yourself. It was another successful trip to the A. Peace up, A ten down. Shout out to the lovely baker barista at Little Tart, a problematic bakery, preying on young l- women. Lolita style. It was a Lolita style bakery, calling it Little Tart. Oh, jeez. I didn't even think about that problematic. The John Benet vibes were through the roof. Unfortunately, Jason did offend the staff there, but there was there was a woman working there who. We were um, we were both chatting with each other, and I had just learned that our friend Ben was in town for the show, and I got excited to hear that we had a friend in town for our very first show. Help, you know, help with the nerves a little bit. Calm me of down. Have a, and I posted on my social media. There's a photo of him lint rolling me in the suit, and uh, that was not Chris. That was Ben. I could see how the confusion. Was I would there. not lint roll his suit, but I that should. You should know that. I pro- I proclaimed out loud. Oh, like, OMG, I love when the homies link up in the ATL. <laughs> and she didn't know me, obviously, and she didn't know that when well, I... Well, you were masked, so she couldn't tell who you were. <laughs> she couldn't tell who I was. And she looked at me and pulled her mask down, and she was like, uh-uh. And I was like, well, you, you don't like it when the homies link in the ATL? <laughs> and she's like, you can't say stuff like that while looking like that. <laughs> and this was, this was a large... And you were like, is my hair messed up? And I was like be looking like what and she's like you know <laughs> it was uh, really funny she was like you know and then we all started having a laugh of like oh yes i'm very white you know you know to even though we're tatted up um and i have a criminal record and i do drugs i don't give a fuck <laughs> but she looked at you know it's like two two you like, look like yeah, you two look white like, guys who are yeah what startup are, do you work or older you know wearing a wearing polo shirts and birkenstocks and and I when we walk in and be like, hey, you know, like she's like, what's happening? Your and code switching caught up with you. This is yeah, my codes when code switching goes wrong. And then <laughs> didn't even get a croissant. And she was like, next thing I know, you're going to be saying, you know, all the you know all this other stuff. And she starts doing like the yeet style dance, <laughs> which Jason is famed for, and famous then, for. And then I was like, oh shit. And then I said, 
and then I did the piece up, A Town Down, ATL Shouty, and then I did a yeet. <laughs> and then she she dead ass was like did all did almost everything but grab me by the collar and throw me out. She like pointed a to the door owner. as if she were Babe Ruth hitting a home run. Mm-hmm. It had a it had a Showtime at the Apollo. I liked grab it. the grab the cane or if you're, grab the I don't Home know Depot your name, but if you're room out, and brush me out if of if you're out there tarp. listening, we we need some help here at How Long Gone Industries, and we'll pull you out of the bakery slums. You'll never touch dough again unless it's cold hard cash. <laughs> yeah, that's good, right there. That's yeah, good. that's that, what we need. That's off. I, I yeah, and we we didn't talk about Maypole on the pod, but we it was we went we went to the new neighborhood in Atlanta called Summerhill that popped up out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. That's in the that's next to the old Turner Field to try. I Maypole, remember when these used to all be orange, groves. which was very good. A lunch, a lunch spot. If you're in Atlanta, you should go try it. It was it was um very satisfying. Yeah, Maypole spelled M A E P O L E. You better get in there before this shit turns into the next Sweet Green because motherfuckers are coming for this shit. It's got a nice little Southern Sweet Green vibe. It does. You it know, does. you can you can get your little kale your little brown rice your little tempeh the broccoli rice was the i didn't know this but uh, well, you can also get a damn macaroni and cheese he was explained it was explained to me um by mm. actually by daniel dent who shoots most of their stuff he explained to me that the the broccoli rice is actually made with the stems of the broccoli oh, yeah. so it's it's got the most nutritional value but it, it's usually waste fibrous than a motherfucker that's cool that's cool that's um you want to talk about sustainable oh brother <laughs> God damn it. We use the whole animal here. We, yeah, the whole broccoli <laughs> floret. Mm-hmm. We, we, what are you doing? I'm, I'm standing up, getting into position, because we're about to close this podcast out. We're closing out. this pod out. So, guys, coming to you live from the Citizen M Hotel in Boston, we're going to we thank you to all, all our friends in Atlanta. Thanks to Bad Moods for playing. They were great. Thank you for Millie DeChirico for touching the stage. Uh, thank you to my mom for touching the stage. If you went to the show in Boston last night, thank you for coming. Yeah. And uh, the next show is going to be Wednesday in Philly. Make sure you pull up. I we'll- think there's there's only a couple tickets left. Us, Rebounder, and pop music critic from New York Times, John Carmonica, Uh-oh. chopping it up on the Johnny Brenda's stage. Johnny Brenda's. Um, I'm going to try. We're, we're spending as little time in Boston as possible. We're going to try to do the same thing in Philadelphia. Wish us luck. Mm-hmm. All right, Chris. If we'll- you actually, though, hold on. If, you have a, if you're a tall guy and you got a fixed gear... <laughs> Let me know. I want Jason to borrow it for the day in Philly. 65 centimeter. We only got a couple hours, but I know he wants to try to hit the alley cat if he can. I just need to feel the wind. We'll get a six-pack of PBR for you. Thanks. All right, guys. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye. I got plenty of money. I got plenty of money.